0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So, with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much,
1: Scott Simons, and you are in the Breakfast with Champions room of the Millionaire Breakfast Club. And we're here five a.m. to eleven a.m. Monday through Friday, Saturday. We're here from six until 10 we had the Saturday morning sales meeting and then Sunday we're here club 111 Uh, I pretty much have been here since the very beginning I started with rise and grind with Glenn Lundy Glenn Lundy was in the automotive industry and uh, Glenn and I have been friends for years I'm also in the automotive industry so years ago I reached out to Glenn Lundy and I said how in the heck are you selling a thousand cars in rural Kentucky and so I took a trip out there became friends with him learned from him Uh, I'm a general manager, managing partner of five car dealerships in Virginia. I'm part of Carter Myers Automotive Group. We have 20 dealerships in Virginia and West Virginia. Oftentimes you'll hear our CEO, Liza Borsis, on here. Um, She is our leader and she's also my business partner in the five stores. And I'm typically here on Mondays at 5.30 a.m. with my friend Brian Hess. We run a segment from 5.30 to 6.30. And then I'm here 5 a.m. on Tuesday mornings, and uh, it's been a real honor for me to be involved in this room and all these amazing friends of mine that I see here that, you know, started off as acquaintances and turned into family and friends, and uh, it's just a real honor for me to be here. On Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I bring a guest, and I'm pretty selective on who I bring in, Um, and I bring people that I think will bring value to this room and to you. And I'm in a couple of different groups also. I'm in the Arate Syndicate uh, with Andy Frisell and Ed Milet. I'm one of the OGs in the Arate Syndicate. I'm also in the Lion's Den, which is Sean Whalen's group. And I'm also in Apex, which is Ryan Stuman's group. He's the leader of it, but there's, there's about 150 of us in the Apex Executive Group. And one of my Apex sisters, Stacey Rasky, is going to be my guest today. Stacey, welcome to Breakfast with Champions. Thank you for, I know you're extremely busy. Thank you for agreeing uh, to be my guest. And good morning.
2: Good morning, Scott. Thank you so much. I am just insanely honored to be invited to be your guest. I mean, this is a powerhouse room and you are absolutely amazing. So, I mean, I would absolutely not say no to this opportunity to connect with you and everyone in here today.
1: Well, Stacy and I met through the Apex, and we became much more than just Apex brothers and sisters. She's one of our coaches in that group. She's an amazing human being, got a fantastic story. So, Stacy, please tell everybody who you are. And if and and please, everybody, if you would go and invite all opinions of people for me, I would sincerely appreciate it. Stacy's going to bring tremendous value. She has one hell of a story. So if you please go and hit that plus sign and invite some people in I personally we have about 256 people in here. I truly would like to see that number get up to about 500. And I know with my friends and family in here, we can make that happen. So if you please go ping some people in, I would sincerely appreciate it. But who is Stacy Rasky? Could you please tell, uh, tell our family here?
2: Oh my goodness. Right. Where do you start? (laughs) Where do you start with that? So, um, the, the initial surface stuff really is a you know, best-selling author, speaker, Iraq war veteran, badass biker chick, leadership mentor, authenticity alchemist, which I love throwing that one out because it always starts a great conversation. Um, and I, I lovingly say I, I help alpha leaders shift from intimidating to influential because there's a lot to that those natural leaders and that the alpha quality that we can be intense right <laughs> i know you know i know in a lot of these circles that we run in that a lot of times we feel like the misfit the outcast the you know the black sheep of the family um struggling to fit into those groups and there's a lot of that those natural qualities that tend to um, not always go over, but we can be so intense and such, such great high performers and yet our own worst enemy. So shattering that invisible ceiling is so important. And I lovingly say it's, it's focusing on the lane of who you are being as a leader. So I focus on scaling your leadership so you can scale everything else, the impact, the influence, the legacy, all the things
1: so let me ask you this what was your childhood like tell us a little bit about what your childhood was growing up in what was your decision to go
0: into the military
2: so you know I grew up with a lot of instability um, poverty trauma I mean I was even homeless at the age of 16 to basically couch surfing to finish high school um, so there was a lot of challenge, a lot of dysfunction, and I learned very early in life to wear the mask of who I should be. So everything was based on performance and achievement and always just playing that role. And I never learned growing up to build a relationship with myself. So I had no confidence, no esteem, yet at the same time, um, kind of just had that bright light to shine. And so I was always doing a lot of different things and everything was a lot of ebb and flow. Um, and honestly, I did not join the military right out of high school. I went to college because it was a should, right? It's another one of those stories though, that everyone, everyone tells you you need to follow this path. So I did, I believed that was the only path that I could take and went to college and was like, this is not for me, at least not right now. And what's funny is as good as I was in school, I was almost flunked out of college the second year, took some time off and I realized I needed a change. I needed a big change when I joined the army at 22. And what was really interesting was that was really understanding where i needed more structure in my life i i had no boundaries i had no safety and stability i had um none of the structure that we need as just healthy balanced individuals especially as leaders and so the only thing i could wrap my mind around at the time for a big radical change like that was to join the military
1: wow Wow, wow, wow. So I never served in the military. And I think anybody that um, has never served in the military almost feels guilty in the fact that we never served. I don't know if anybody else feels that way. If You know, if you could give me a mic flash, if you happen to feel that way. But me, I really admire and respect people that have served our country, public servants, military, police, teachers you know, the unsung heroes of our country. And part of me, there's a guilt. I'll just be honest with you. I was named after my uncle that was killed in Vietnam. He was, um he was snipered at in 1969 at the age of, of 19 before I was even born. And I was named after him. And I've always felt like this, you know, that um, I'm a, pr- I'll just say this, I'm a proud American. And, um, you know, the military has a job to do whether they would agree with the leader. Hey, listeners, if you
2: enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to 5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
1: Yours are not, but that's their orders. And, you know, my uncle went and went to a war we had no business really being in, in a country that we had no business being in, and uh, he didn't make it back. And so I've always had that guilt. What was your experience being a female in the military? I'm just, I'm just curious. What was your,
2: actually, my experience was really in, well, (laughs) let's rewind a second. Overall, my experience was amazing. We'll say that it was absolutely amazing. What I realized looking back was how many powerful lessons I learned that have helped shape my leadership now that I did not appreciate then. Now, as a female, what was interesting is, is I noticed a, a stark divide in the military where there were really kind of two types of female um, military members. And, and I am always open, people can correct me if they had a different experience, but what I noticed kind of the divide was the, Women who tended to lean towards utilizing their gender to their advantage, you know, focusing on that aspect and kind of having an easier time. Then there were people such as myself who overworked, over-hustled, overdid to prove myself and that my gender was not a liability and that I could work just as hard, so I was gonna work harder almost apologizing for the fact that i was a woman in a male-dominated environment and so if any of my ladies in here know what that's like if they're in a male-dominated environment or just they're that hardcore high performer hustle mentality that they've been so driven they overdo it i mean you know what i'm talking about and that was that was my lane but again right i'm coming from this childhood where i'm wearing the mask of who i should be so i should be a good soldier so let me do everything that i can to prove that i fit that role in that dynamic
1: you've got a pretty amazing thank you for sharing that that's that's fantastic insight um you you um have lost uh, quite a bit of weight i mean if you go to your website stacyrasky.com Um, you go and see the person that I know now and go back and look at some of your pictures, you're, you're, you're unrecognizable to the person you are today. How did you lose that weight and how did you go from the person that appears to be in the pictures to this very confident alpha person that I know today?
2: Oh, yes. Thank you for for asking. Um, What's interesting is people do meet me and they're like, wow, you you must have been speaking forever and coaching forever and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, no, my rock bottom moment was only at the end of 2014. I lost all the weight, got healthy in 2015. And what was interesting was i i got hurt so i was on the front lines and we invaded iraq and i i got hurt while uh, during my deployment so i ended up medically discharged um, in 2004. so immediately i lose community because we get out we get back into regular civilian life and over the next 10 years was this progressive decline of my mental health my emotional well-being my spiritual well-being and my physical health took The brunt of it and it was just that really obvious external indicator that I was not doing well because again wearing the mask of who I should be and rejecting myself and my truth I needed to self-medicate and numb out to deal with that I'm building a life of shoulds and it was this prison so I, I self-medicated with food, alcohol, drugs, a medication, social media, television, even at my worst self-harm, just to change how I was feeling in the moment. I mean, it was my idea of self-control was an eating disorder and was the only reason I wasn't even heavier than I was because internally I was so out of control. And what was interesting is having this rock bottom moment at the end of 2014, it was the catalyst to making the biggest pivot of my life. And it was to basically throw in the towel and decide to stop trying to control anything other than myself. And that's why I was falling apart internally. I had no self control, no self mastery, no coping skills at all. And once, and so I was trying to control all this stuff around me. And once I started focusing on me, building a relationship with myself, taking off the mask I wore with me and getting to know who is, who is Stacy? What am I called to do? Cause I knew I was called to do some big things, but I, I was always rejecting that. And so. Every time people ask about how did you lose the weight, my response is I changed who I was being in my life. I was willing to lean into the emotions and the trauma and the baggage and allow my body to then say, oh, okay, I feel safe. Let me release what I've been using to protect myself. And I've lost half my body weight.
1: Wow! 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 Lost half your body weight. I mean, I'm at, I, I'm on your website right now, um, and looking at your pictures. When you go to the about, and you go halfway down that picture of 2013, and then scroll through, and the person that I know, you know, my Apex sister that I, I've gotten to know quite well over, you know, since joining that that group, uh, you're. I mean, you don't even look like the same human being. I mean, it's uh, it's it's quite amazing. Now. You know, I'm in the auto industry, Uh, you know, I was raised with street smarts, although I'm educated, but From what I understand at one point you were also a chemist. Is that is that correct?
2: Yes. Yeah, I mean it it was I was a pharmaceutical chemist during that time of my life um, over that 10-year period I ended up getting my degree after I got out of the army, got my college degree and was recruited by a pharmaceutical company and was a chemist and was interesting because, again, that was kind of part of that prison of shoulds. Right. Get the corporate job. It's safe. It has benefits. You got the paycheck and it's the, the golden handcuffs Buy the house, buy the cars. But, you know, go on vacations, all the different things that I was just following the checklist.
1: You were doing what you were supposed to do, in essence, you know, whatever we're all told to do is to fit within that box. And what I'm proud to say is there's a lot of people that are in this room that have stepped out of that box and stepped into their own. There's a lot of these people in this room that may still be in that box. And, you know, they may be, a you know, instead of an entrepreneur, they're intrapreneur but they're working on becoming the best versions of them. And that's why they're either here actively listening, listening to Breakfast with Champions or they're participating when they can. And they're seeing how they can level up in all aspects of life. Now it says you're a flexitarian. I'm not familiar with that phrase. What is a flexitarian?
2: Oh, you're hilarious. You're gonna find like the most random stuff. <laughs> Um, that is just one of those loving little words that I say that I'm like, I just eat what I, what I, I my body feels good with. So I was pre- predominantly plant-based for, uh, quite a few years and yet in the plant-based living, sometimes my body would be like, no, no, you need to eat this over here and whatnot. And I was like, I, again, I don't like labels in boxes, you know, because people just jump to conclusions when you say you're. Um, you know, if you're juicing or if you're <laughs> vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian, or maybe you're doing paleo or keto or whatever, I mean, everybody has their preconceived notions. So I'm just like, I'm just a flexitarian and they're like, well, what is that? I'm like, I eat whatever the hell I feel like.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's why I'm one of those too, but I, I eat more meat and, uh, and, uh, I like meat and sweets. That's why I work out is so I can eat, you know, what I want to, what I want to eat. Um, for for people that are just joining us, you know, this is Scott Simons. We appreciate you being in here with the Breakfast with Champions. And I'm talking to Stacy Rasky today, and she's got one heck of a story, one heck of a journey that she's went through. And, you know, she's a most definitely an you know, alpha in her space. You know, she's a speaker, author. Um, she just, you know, when you're around here, just like when I was talking about Princeton earlier, she radiates and vibes at just a different level. You know when when you're around her so stacy take me through take i want to share with people and i'm all about giving back and and sharing my friends and you know there may be one thing that you say today that clicks with somebody and i think i've already wrote down quite a bit that's clicked with me but how do you you know you you were in the in a job in a career that you liked i would assume you were the you know Following the guide that we all are given, you know, get a job, work X amount of years until retirement, have children, have great grandchildren, and kind of just, you know, progress through life. You took the jump, you made drastic changes. Take us through that process. There's somebody that's going to listen to this because this is recorded. There's someone sitting in this room that is where Stacy was trapped. And how do you make, how did you have the confidence, you know, take us through that process that someone is just stuck in the mundane and they want to make a change of being the best version of themselves and live out their true potential. Take us through that process.
2: Absolutely. It it was interesting because whether we go with the doing the corporate job and all of all of those choices at that time to have that safety um, and shoulds, it was definitely um, one of many large pivots, right, to step more and more into my power, purpose, and potential, which each and every one of us have. And I could always feel that calling, that nudge for something more. And so that was a lot of what was happening behind the scenes as I got to that place where it was like, Nope, I can't go back to this corporate job. that is miserable. I can't, I, I have to show up for me. And there was that fire burning for a long time. And to take that leap is scary as hell. It is so scary. Um, but the biggest thing, that I had to do and I do I do this to to this day anytime I find myself getting in the feels of my own stuff and it's starting to slow me down is pivoting to focus on others like it's not about me and that's what it was that was that drive it was like man I I know I'm here to help others I know I'm here to do something bigger, I know I'm here for an impact. And every time I I focused on myself, I'd slow down and be like, no, I'd worry about this. Like, how am I gonna make money? What if nobody, what if I don't get any clients? You know, all the different things. And the second I would focus on others and, and that higher calling and purpose, it would always assist in helping me get through it. So whether it was the first time I went to do a Facebook live and I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, okay, whatever. It's not about me. It's who needs to hear this message today, you know, and even pivoting and getting getting my book out. That was so scary. That was another one of those big moments. And it was just, you know what? It's not about me. It's who needs to hear this message.
1: So, Stacey, there's there's different ways that people go to write a book. There's, you know, different, there's, there's many different ways to go about it. What, which path did you choose and how difficult was it for those that are listening that have aspirations of writing?
2: Writing a book was as of right now, the most powerful experience I've ever had in terms of my personal development journey. Because to put your story out in writing and the process of pulling those stories up, feeling them, being present with them, and pulling those powerful lessons out is unlike any other modality (laughs) in terms of processing through your stuff. Um, It really is what allowed me to shift into my next level of authentic influence and leadership because i was like well veils lifted no hiding now here i am <laughs> so you are out there but the process for me was i hired a writing coach you know i know i am gonna overcomplicate this out the wazoo so how can i allow this to be easy i hired a writing coach and she had a 12-week program it was just get your business book out in 12 weeks and that's how long it took i feel like i would have had it done even sooner had i not been going through the sabotage cycles because of feeling all the stories so just understanding have help invest in help and support to allow the process to be easy it doesn't have to take forever you know we don't have to wait years to do it you can do it in weeks or months
1: yeah, so your book is Be a Boss and Fire That Bitch, Quiet Your Inner Critic and Finally Believe You're Good Enough. I mean, that's a pretty powerful, pretty, pretty powerful uh, title and uh, and an amazing, amazing read. Um, let me ask you a question. So you talked about the process of going and writing a book. You talked about your journey of being in the military, being trapped and stepping out to your own. We're uh, people in here often, you know, hear me refer to Apex, Arte Syndicate, um, Lions Dan. One, um, what can you share with everybody from a different perspective? What, what, what is Apex? You're an Apex coach, so you coach uh, multiple people. Um, you're one of the speakers. You're one of the one of the leaders. Uh, what has Apex joining Apex meant to you? First of all, what is Apex? What is Apex? Meant to you joining it, and how important it is it to invest in yourself. I mean, I spend over a hundred thousand dollars a year. In fact, I it all up between travel and everything. We see each other once a month in Dallas when we meet up, which is an amazing experience because I always learn. But you know how how important it is it to invest. You know, invest in yourself, and just talk about Apex, what it's meant to you, and how important it is to.
2: Absolutely, absolutely you know, I'm because I specialize in the inner work with leaders. I mean, that's literally everything from this space of investing in yourself to short, shorten the learning curve on really doing the powerful inner work necessary to summon your next level of leadership. But it's also investing in help externally no matter what you're focusing on investing in support is the really the secret sauce that everybody's always looking for what's what's the quick right what's the hack what's the secret and it's like learn from somebody else invest in support now the caveat to that and this is a missing piece for so many as well is community not just a network, not just who you know, but deep connection and powerful relationships. I mean, we do that in this room. I mean, you get to hear Scott talking about all these amazing people that he's met along the way. And obviously that's how Scott and I met um, through APEX. And that was a big missing piece for me because I already mentioned community when I was in the military. That was a huge, powerful community where I got to have those brothers and sisters in that way. And it was this family of choice. And over time, I lost to that. And I think back to those times in my life where I was truly suicidal were those times that I lacked community and entrepreneurship we know can be very lonely, even though I was talking about sort of that alpha leader drive, that alpha energy that we have where we don't always fit in in other circles. When I went to my first Apex meetup and I was in the room, it felt like home because it was the first time I was in a room with other people just like me. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I've never in my life had an experience of being so deeply understood just by being around people. I was like, oh, I'm not a freak. I'm not a weirdo. These are are my, this is my tribe. And having the opportunity to then develop and nurture those relationships was a game changer. That is also the secret sauce to success because success is not a solo sport. Things are only as hard as we make it and your easy button to success is having the help of your community. It has massively scaled my my mindset, my leadership, my business, my income, my exposure, my impact all of it has scaled by being willing to lean in and join a powerful committed community and for me of all of the options that was why i chose apex because it checked all the boxes and honestly has over delivered in the experience because i've gotten more out of it that i couldn't have even imagined
1: yeah i totally agree it's it's um it's about getting involved in communities you know, serving those communities. Uh, I've been really fortunate. I just posted yesterday, um, Steve, our Apex brother, he's buying a um, a TRX from me and then he's buying a second TRX, as partner. And someone asked me, how many TRXs have you sold? And if anybody doesn't know what a TRX is, it's a Ram TRX, the the brands I represent, CMA has pretty much all the brands, but the brands I'm a partner in, and I can assist with any type of uh, car purchase, a car new used, it doesn't matter here, and we ship nationwide. But the ones I oversee are Honda, Nissan, Subaru, Volkswagen, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. And obviously, with the Alphas that we run with and the different people, the Ram TRX is a 700 horsepower um, Ram pickup truck. It's got the 6.2 liter uh, supercharged engine in it. And someone asked me, Scott, you know, how many, of you keep posting this, how many have you sold? Well, by being in these networks and serving others and being present saying, hey, how can I help you? You know, people now, um, I just took the order for my 50th truck. These trucks are about $90,000 on average. So I think I've sold four and a half million dollars worth of trucks within the last year. That's more than dealerships sell, the whole dealership sell, then (laughs) that ranks near the top. and that's because now in these groups that i'm in if someone mentions a car I get, I get tagged I get tagged I get tagged all the time which is a real honor for me i mean i'm i'm as i'm sitting here i'm getting messages for people wanting to purchase vehicles now when when you're a dealer not a lot of times the dealers will get involved with the specific car purchases because i have 175 employees i got manufacturers i need to meet with and i have a really good team that helps me that helps and supports me You know, general managers, uh, leaders um, that but anyway, by being involved in these groups and giving back, um, it really pays huge dividends because we all support each other. I mean, the first thing we think of is if we need this product or service, let's reach within our group and our family. And I totally agree with you. I have trouble relaxing. I'm a type A personality. I go at it hard from the time I get up at 4 a.m. until I go to bed at 930. And I thought there was something wrong with me. And a lot of people would want to medicate you and do different things. And, you know, you, you, I, I, you know, I thought I, I got put in a box with these other people that were kind of just strange. Until I got around people like the Arte Syndicate, Apex, Linesden, I realized there's more people like me. I'm not alone. I'm not, I'm not some weirdo. I'm not some, now, I'm probably a little crazy. But a little crazy is not, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and, and not being able to relax, uh, is very good for high producer. Now, my wife loves to relax. I don't try to change her. She doesn't try to change me and we, we make it work. There's times she wins. There's times I will go down and lay at that beach whether I want to or not. I want to be on a sea doo. I want to, I want to be tearing up the water. I want to be playing beach volleyball. I don't want it to sit on the beach, but I will. But she also doesn't want to do the things I want to do. So we, we, you know, we work with each other. That's why we've been together for, you know, over thirty years. Um, but yeah, I I Stacy, I totally agree with you. Getting in the groups and and maximizing and investing in yourself and building relationships, building real relationships with real people and then serving each other when you get opportunity. And this is what this room's all about. Breakfast of champions. You know, I was talking to Coach Isaac and he's got some big news coming up, and I'm so daggone excited for that guy. You know, and I cheer all these amazing human be- beings on the TMs, the Shaka Dysons, the Ramones, the Renee's, Kim's, the, the whole, you know, the whole breakfast table. So, Stacy, how can people, and I want to leave time for some questions because we transitioned over to the social media show at 11. Um, how can people connect with you? And then I want to leave time for some questions because I know there's someone in here that's like, wait a minute. I'm where Stacy was at one point. You know, I'm where she is, and I'd like to ask her this question: How did she fight through this? How did she lose the weight? How did she, you know, how is she thriving um, and and being the best version of her? So, Stacy, how can people connect with you? Because I don't want to get ahead of myself and run out of time. So, if anybody would like to connect with you, what's the best way to connect with you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, you know, the most the most the easiest way is just send me a message here uh oh, you know find me on any of the social media platforms at it's just Stacy Rasky that's going to keep you get you access directly to me if you want to just learn more about me stacyrasky.com and if any of you are already in that that mode of wanting to be around more people just like you, I have an event coming up in February, so feel free to reach out. I can share more information about that. I'll be in Tampa. So if you want to get away from the cold weather in February, come down to Florida.
1: That's awesome. So I'm gonna leave some time. Um, also, what does the phrase? what does influential mean could you could you explain what that is and then i'm gonna um i'm gonna bring up some people and see if we have some questions with some mic flashes but while i'm going and if you would like to ask stacy a question you know please mic flash and until then stacy what does influential mean
2: influential absolutely so since i focus on leadership, but from this internal space, it was really looking at, you know, we, we talk a lot about influential leadership, but ultimately when we are truly embodying the highest versions of ourselves, we're, we're in flow and there's this ease, there's this energy to how we influence others. You know, we can affect the room just by walking in. And as I've, dug more into this concept of, you know, we like to talk a lot about what it means to be an alpha leader. And a lot of people don't identify with that term because there's a lot of misconceptions and negative associations. And so I've I've pulled together this definition of this influential alpha, because alphas are truly have this high sensitivity and the high sensation seeking. So we've got the high empathy and drive, right? You were talking about always wanting to be doing stuff, always in a state of motion. But we're also very sensitive to emotion and energy. We really are. And a lot of times that's been used against us. So we just kind of build those walls internally, right? We just, I'm going to do it myself, just kind of control the situation, just hustle to get the results that I want. And as we break down those internal walls and really create this beautiful balance in our energy, our masculine-feminine energy, we reach this next level of influence, which is this influential way of leading, this holistic, embodied leader.
1: That's awesome. That's simply awesome. So, who would like to ask Stacy a question? We got some time before we go over to social media. If you'll mic flash, Bobby. Good morning, brother. Do you have a question for Stacy this morning?
3: Morning, bro. Also, hearing your your voice, Scott. Man, there's just such a, I don't know, like a wisdom and a. There's just years of experience every time we talk, dude. I just appreciate that. Um. Well, okay, Stacy. I just, you know, I'm just meeting you. Um today but I, I love what you're doing because this is something that i am very passionate about and I'm, I'm just learning right but that relationship between success and your insides like after i got divorced like my whole world changed for the better and i just realized like how much i don't know like trauma or whatever like all this stuff in me and then once i started cleaning that out and going on this sort of self-growth journey it's like my life is exploded in the most fantastic way so like, what, what is that? What is that sort of relationship between yourself and success? Like, why is that so important? I just appreciate what you're doing. I'd love to learn more.
2: Absolutely. That is a fantastic question. So, honestly, it goes back to this simple concept of everything is a mirror. Everything that is happening externally in our lives, in our businesses, in our relationships, all of it is that mirror reflection of what's happening internally. So when my life was in shambles in this total, um, basically prison externally, my health, all of those things was just a reflection of my internal prison that I had created for myself. So when we're experiencing challenge, we can empower ourselves to say, okay, what is going on internally that I need to address? And the cool thing is that's the only stuff we have control over. The stuff external, we really do not have control over it. So every time we look at what's happening externally as that messenger of either what we're doing right, when we are winning and getting the their desired results, or if things aren't working out, Okay, let's see, this is the messenger, what's the message, what do I need to learn and shift internally that I have control over? So success then becomes that reflection of the inner work. So everything that you want to be amazing externally starts with that relationship with you.
1: Bobby, is that what happened with you? Is she describing the journey that you went through?
3: Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I I hated myself before, and I didn't even know. I didn't even know. And then as I started to really give a shit about myself and like love myself, that that's not an easy journey for me. I started to love other people, and then um, Yeah, it's amazing what that brings back into your life. So I appreciate what you're doing, Stacy. Just like in general, I think a lot of people really need that. So that's cool. Thank hey, you so Stace-
1: much. Yeah, Stacey, Bobby's a great guy. He's going to be a great connection for you too. Um, who else has a, a question or comment for Stacey? Um We're running out of time. So just unmic and say your name and go right ahead. Say your name. Hi, right, this is Dr. Love Jones. I got a question. Um, as a fellow author, I want to ask you, what was the spark for you to – ahead and just write your book because I know we all have ideas for books but what was that spark what was the thing that says I made you committed to writing that book
2: I love that question and this this is a funny story that it surprises everybody um people had told me my whole life because I mean I I lived in Alaska for years I'd moved around so much people were always like man your, your life's so interesting you should write a book but I always pushed it to the side I had no interest whatsoever in writing a book until I was at an event. I was at like a live workshop and they took us through this visualization of stepping into our highest self, whatever iteration that was at that time. And so I step into the bubble and what I see is this vision of myself and basically I'm walking off of a stage, going to the back of the room And this woman walks up to me bawling her eyes out and is like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Your book changed my life, is exactly what she said. And I'm like, what book? (laughs) Because I had no interest at all. I was like, okay. And the beauty of the divine guidance was that same event, I met someone who then connected me with the person who would become my writing coach two weeks later. So everything lined up perfectly to help support me following through with the gift of being given that vision that day. And everything, trusting that divine guidance has paved this amazing pathway to epic success very quickly.
1: Wow, 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 wow. Stacy, you're my you're my sister. You're uh, a wonderful human being. I sincerely appreciate you coming in and joining us. Uh we're gonna I'm gonna pass it over to Nate Forrest, but um Stacy, everybody please reach out to her if you want to connect. She is a superhuman, um, just a wonderful, wonderful person, sharp, um, very, very sharp individual. But stacy thank you for joining me here at Breakfast with Champions. I sincerely appreciate you. I look forward to uh hearing more about your event. I also look forward to seeing you in Dallas uh, at our next apex event in just a couple of weeks. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and thank you for, for serving and, and, uh, and being here this morning.
2: You are so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Merry Christmas, happy new year to everyone and yeah. happy holidays. Thank you.
1: Hey, Nate Forrest, are you there brother? scott simons
4: what a great interview thank you stacy for spending this time with us and uh, i've already jumped over on your instagram i left you a comment i left you a couple of hearts and i encourage everybody in this room right now click on stacy's profile she is right here on the third row on my page she's uh, right there in the middle on the third row and so click over on her instagram profile show her some love leave a comment and uh, in the social media world that's how we give a little love give a little currency and uh, man she's got some good stuff over there and uh, I, I like how you talked about the importance of uh, being a part of a community investing in yourself for uh, the inner self as well as the outer self and you can do that by building a community uh, being a part of a new community and take some ideas from those communities and build your new community so thank you for this epic interview scott simons Thank you, Stacy, for your time. And uh, thank you guys in the audience for being here on the Breakfast with Champions today on Thursday. Uh, t- today is December the 16th and we are gonna get started here in about 30 seconds. I'm gonna open up the social media show. Today we have Kelsey Stark. She's gonna be talking about some breaking social news, giving updates in the social media world and what that means for you and your business. And then we'll get into uh, uh, J. Lacey with some tech talk, some crypto talk and NFT talk, because that's becoming more and more relevant uh, with each passing day. With that said, Glenn or uh, TM or Kimberly, does anybody want to say anything real quick before I know we need to shut this room down and save the replay?
1: Thank you to everyone. Appreciate y'all. Hope y'all have an amazing rest of your day.